Welcome to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Dr. Adrian Peterson and produced in the studios of WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida. I'm Jeff White. This is edition NWS 569 for release on Sunday, February 23rd, 2020. On WaveScan today... An Australian radio station, 9AC, on Bougainville Island. And we'll have our Australian DX report from Bob Padula in Melbourne. On May 26, 1942, the American-operated Armed Forces Radio Service, AFRS, was formally established and its first operational office was installed in the Taft Building at the corner of Hollywood Boulevard and Vine Street in Hollywood, California. Among its many duties was the development of a worldwide network of medium-wave broadcasting stations as a morale booster for American servicemen on duty in many widely separated countries. By the time World War II ended, there were more than 100 of these AFRS radio broadcasting stations on the air, large and small. Here now is Ray Robinson at KVOH in Los Angeles with information about radio station 9AC on Bougainville Island. Thanks, Jeff. Somewhat parallel with the development of the American AFRS stations was the development in Australia of a similar network of medium-wave radio broadcasting stations for the benefit of Australian service personnel on duty in various Pacific islands and elsewhere. The first radio service for Australian armed personnel was established in the Middle East in 1940, with the broadcast of Australian programming in Egypt and Palestine. During 1943, initial planning and construction began in Australia for a series of 21 medium-wave stations, fixed and mobile. The electrical and electronic equipment for eight of these transportable stations, each rated at 200 watts, was installed in three army trucks, together with antennas which, when erected, were strung between two metal masts each 100 feet high. The call signs for these eight transportable 200-watt medium-wave stations ranged from 9AB to 9AH and also 9AT, and the call sign and the affiliation with AAAS, the Australian Army Amenities Service, was nicely painted on the side of each truck. Before each radio station was shipped overseas, Test broadcasts were conducted, mainly from Williamstown, a seaside suburb of Melbourne, Victoria, and from the Rose Bay Golf Links in Sydney, New South Wales. An additional 13 of these mobile stations, each rated at just 10 watts, operated with call signs ranging from 9AI to 9AT and also 9AV. All of the electronic equipment for each of these low-powered stations was installed in just one army truck. Highly prized QSL cards were issued for the reception of these mobile and transportable stations. In addition, two fixed land stations, 5DR at Darwin in the Northern Territory 
and 9PA at Port Moresby in Papua New Guinea were considered originally to be part of the AAAS broadcast service. The American AES, AFRS station, WSSO, or WVTI as it later became, was earlier installed in a wooden Dallas hut that arrived in Torokina on the island of Bougainville in kit form, and it was inaugurated on April 15, 1944. This station was closed on January 21, 1945, and it was subsequently reinstalled in Manila in the Philippines. It was originally planned that the Australian transportable station 9AC would arrive in Torokina one month later on February 23rd, though there was an unintended delay of three weeks. During the interval between the departure of the American WVTI and the arrival of the Australian 9AC, the Australian forces installed a temporary low-power fill-in station, which also identified on-air as 9AC. By mid-year 1945, the new Radio Torokina 9AC had been installed in the American Dallas hut and it was already on the air with 200 watts on 1280 kHz. The Americans had helpfully left some of their electronic equipment in the Dallas hut, including much of their library of music records. Programming from 9AC was made up of locally produced Stars in Uniform, a general knowledge quiz, and the hospital request hour, which featured music requested by recuperating servicemen. Many other programs over 9AC were on relay from the shortwave VOA stations in California and also from Radio Australia in Melbourne. Three of the announcing staff at 9AC were previously on air with medium wave stations in Melbourne. There was Maurice Callard from 3DB, Eric Spence from 3AK, and Brian Carlton from 3XY. Each of the Australian AAAS stations suffered from two major problems. Insufficient training and capability of the radio operators to diagnose and correct electronic problems, and the everlasting wet and mouldy tropical weather patterns. In December 1945, the Australian radio magazine Radio and Hobbies reported that station 9AC Torokina was transmitting its radio programs at only 20% modulation. However, by that time the Pacific War was already over and the Australian troops began to move out and return home. The radio station remained on the air until at least April 1946, but in August it was ordered to leave Torokina and proceed to Ley in New Guinea, where it linked up with another AAAS station, 9AB, which was also undergoing its own similar set of technical problems. And we'll have more about other radio broadcasting on Bougainville another time. For now, back to you, Jeff. Thank you very much, Ray Robinson at KVOH in Los Angeles. Let's go now to Melbourne, Australia. Here's Bob Patula with this month's DX Report. Welcome to another edition of the Australian DX Report. This is Bob Padula in Melbourne, Australia, bringing to you our latest roundup of news concerning shortwave broadcasting stations around the world. We include information concerning propagation reports, monitoring information, solar activity news, schedule information and other items of interest to shortwave monitoring enthusiasts. A reminder that all times we give in these programs are in UTC, also known as GMT, and all frequencies are in kilohertz. 
Full detail Kiwis Health Cards are available for correct reception reports received for the Australian DX report. The address will be given at the end of the program. So now, here is this week's news. Information from the Ionospheric Prediction Service in Sydney, in New South Wales, here in Australia, advises that the level of solar activity has improved quite substantially since our last report. The 10.7 centimetre solar radio flux has increased to 74, that's 7.4, and the daily equivalent smooth sunspot count has risen to 11, that's 1.1. Now those figures are the highest recorded for several weeks, and it may be the forerunner of new sunspot cycle 25. We're not quite sure when Sunspot Cycle 25 will actually start. It's now believed that it will not commence until about 12 months from now. In the meantime, propagation continues to be rather unreliable on high-frequency paths, crossing darkness or semi-darkness routes on frequencies above about 10 MHz. In the meantime, we have some monitoring notes. First of all, beginning with Melbourne. We'll now move to Europe and monitoring reports from the Bulgarian DX group in Sofia, mainly referring to daytime reception on the higher frequency bands. These are as follows. China National Radio Network 1, noted on a frequency which is reserved for the international radio data frequency. That's 11840 between 0800 and 1100. The two transmitters to Eastern Asia in Chinese. And 11840 is reserved theoretically, officially, for Santa Maria de Galleria for the International Disaster Relief Broadcasts with 100 kilowatts through from 0500 to 0100. Non directional broadcasting worldwide. Reception of Radio Marabou and shortwave radio in the 49 metre band noted in Eastern Europe. 0700 to 1900 on 6150 in German, daily to Central Europe, and 0900 to 1500 on 6160 in English to Northwestern Europe, their daily transmissions. Non-directional with very low power. The station known as Texas Radio Short Wave and Radio City broadcasting on a broken basis for the next few months. 6070 between 0900 and 1000. Non-directional to Central Europe in English. And 1100 to 1200 on 6070. Non-directional to Central Europe in German. Greece, voice of Greece, good signals in Bulgaria, the 31 metre band. 9420, the frequency, 0752 to 0800 to Western Europe in Greek. That's from the Avalos transmitter with 150 kilowatts, antenna 323 degrees. Actually, there is Arabic and Serbian news between 0800 and 0805 when the transmitter signs off on that frequency. 
Grant. Good reception of Adventist World Radio, KSDA, the voice of hope in the 31 metre bands. 1100 to 1130 on 9460 to Far East and Russia in Russian. 100 kilowatts and the antenna 345 degrees. Reception of Saudi Arabia broadcasting station. 1200 onwards on 11745 in Arabic to near and Middle East and 1300 to 1300 onwards on 11860 in Arabic to the near and Middle East. Those two frequencies are used for relays of the local broadcasts from Yemen. Changes of digital media services broadcasts beginning 2020. Transrail Radio Africa in frequency 7245 between 0330 and 0345 from the Dubai Relay Station in the UAE in Amharic on Saturdays and Sundays to East Africa 250 kilowatts and 225 degrees and Oromo on Tuesdays and a local language known as Sidamo on Thursdays Far East Broadcasting Association new frequencies for 2020 1615 to 1630 on 9540 from Yerevan in Armenia to East Africa 1615 to 1630 on the same frequency 9540 in Amharic and 1800 to 1830 on 6035 from the Dubaya relay station in UAE in Tigrinya Saturdays and Sundays to East Africa 250 kilowatts and the antenna 225 degrees and 6150 a new frequency for the BBC 1900 to 2000 from Dubaya in the UAE Arabic to Central and East Africa 250 kilowatts and 255 degrees and 2000 to 2100 in Arabic same transmitter power 250 kilowatts but the antenna is slightly different on 260 Far East Broadcasting Association Radio Sama broadcasting from the Wolferton Relay Station in the United Kingdom 15260 0800 0830 Arabic to near and Middle East 250 kilowatts and the antenna 107 degrees the voice of wilderness and the voice of the martyrs via Tashkent in Uzbekistan broadcasting on brokered transmitters 7615 the voice of the wilderness 1400 to 1500 to northeast Asia in Korean 100 kilowatts and the antenna 070 and the voice of the martyrs 1530 to 1600 on 7530 Korean to northeast Asia 100 kilowatts and that other one is 076 degrees Vatican Radio, the Ukrainian liturgy program, the special religious program broadcast each week 9645 0730 to 1030 
from Santa Maria de Galleria transmitting station to Eastern Europe in Ukrainian the power 100 kilowatts and the antenna 050 degrees a note I'm sorry a note in the Facebook service of the World Radio Television Handbook advises that Mr. India has been hearing has been hearing Voice of Korea, the Korean Central Broadcasting Station at Pyongyang, with the Korean program on 7570. Time, 1700 to 1757. Just audible, poor signals, and the location was Agatala in India. That was from the World Radio TV Handbook Facebook group. And just a note to advise that the new edition of the World Radio Television Handbook for 2020 has now been released worldwide and it's available from regular broadcast, well, regular booksellers holding supplies of telecommunications publications. It's the World Radio TV Handbook and it has interesting articles as well as the general directory of all the broadcasting stations throughout the world. And just a final note, some interesting reception noted recently here in Melbourne in our pre-sunrise period, 31 metre band between 1740 and 1800, including 9435, the Voice of Korea with its programs in Korean, 9500, China National Radio Network 1, 9660, the Voice of Turkey with English, 9705 the Vatican Radio with programs in Tigrinya. And in our program this time we hope you found the broadcast interesting and helpful for your shortwave radio monitoring. Just a reminder that full detail ADXR QSL cards are available by contacting this address. The URL is simply ADXR dot O-R-G I guess that once again A-D-X-R dot O-R-G At that address you'll find all the details about how you may send in a reception report and you can receive a QSL card via postal mail that's physical postal mail or via the internet So until our next program this is Bob in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia Wishing you all good listening, and thanks for being with us. Goodbye for now. Well, you may remember that uh, recently we talked with uh, Tracy Wood about the European DX Council Conference in Andorra. Well, Tracy uh, sends us an item now from the Quincy, Massachusetts Patriot Ledger newspaper. And this was posted on January 7th, 2020. Apparently there's a uh, regular column in the Patriot Ledger called Whatever Happened To, uh, telling about whatever happened to various things from the past. Well, this particular column is called Whatever Happened To Situates Radio Towers, mentioning uh, the uh, radio towers of in Situate, Massachusetts. Well, it says, for more than four decades, radio broadcasts were beamed from Situate across the world. Located off Hatherley Road, the Situate, Massachusetts Proving Grounds were used as an ammunition dump and a testing facility for artillery during World War I. 
During World War II, it served a different purpose, beaming radio broadcasts to occupied Europe as the transmitter site for shortwave station WRUL. The station's signal also had strong coverage in Africa, South America, and at sea. The station traces its origin back to the first shortwave radio license granted in the United States in 1926. In 1936, the station built its transmitters and antennas on the situate site, broadcasting university lectures, cultural and news programs from studios on Boston's Commonwealth Avenue. The call letters stood for World Radio University Listeners. Ici, World Radio University, station WRUL, Boston. These are the international broadcast stations WRUL and WRUW, Worldwide Broadcasting, Boston, United States of America. We are operating on frequencies of 15.29 megacycles in the 19-meter band and 11.73 megacycles in the 25-meter At the start of World War II, its broadcasts were credited with keeping more than 900 Norwegian ships from being captured by Nazi Germany. The station was used by the U.S. government during the war and broadcast the Voice of America service from 1947 to 1953. The station went through some ownership changes, and in 1960, its studios moved to New York. The call letters were changed to WNYW in 1966, and the station was knocked off the air by a fire at the Situate facility in 1967. WNYW, the international voice of New York. News is next from Radio New York Worldwide. When it returned to the air, it was bought by Family Radio in 1973 and was one of only a handful of privately owned shortwave stations in the United States. Family Radio gradually moved the transmitter site to Okeechobee, Florida. The situate transmitters were turned off in 1979. What's happening now? After being vacant for many years, the Hatherley Road property became the site of the Seaside at Situate condominiums. As for the station, WYFR went off the air in 2013. Its facilities were taken over by WRMI, Radio Miami, which is still on the air. All right. Thank you, Tracy Wood, for sending along this article from the Quincy, Massachusetts Patriot Ledger. Ya, 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 ya,
And we end today's edition of WaveScan with music from the Harawabada Girl Guides Troupe in Papua New Guinea. Thanks for listening to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Dr. Adrian Peterson. Next week, the South American wireless station with an antenna system two miles long. Australian shortwave call signs, VLR, Part 2, and our Japan DX report. Several QSL cards are available for WaveScan. Send your AWR and KSDA reports for the program to the AWR address in Thailand. I'll give you in a moment. And also to the station your radio is tuned to, WRMI or WWCR or KVOH or Voice of Hope Africa or to IRRS Italy or to the AWR relay stations that carry WaveScan. Remember, too, you can send a reception report to the DX reporters when their segment is on the air. Here in the program, they will also verify with their own colorful QSL card. Return postage and an address label are always appreciated. The only email address for AWR QSL cards is qsl at awr.org. And the only postal address for AWR QSLs is Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong. That's P-R-A-K-A-N-O-N-G. Bangkok 10110, Thailand. Again, that's Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. The email address for other correspondence to WaveScan, not reception reports, is wavescan at awr.org. I'm Jeff White at WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida. Till next week. Good listening, everyone. Good night.